0: From a variety of undisclosed locations in the Western Hemisphere, it's time once again for the long shot, come hell or high water, tonight's episode, I do not care for walnuts in my brownies. And now, please welcome the host of the long shot, Show. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, good afternoon, good evening, hello, welcome to The Long Shot, it is a podcast, I am your host, my name is Sean Conroy, with me today on the show is not Joe Wagner, who is on injured reserve also with me on the show today is not Jamie Flam who is on Religious Observe with me on the show today The Light at the End of the Rainbow The Prize on the Merry-go the, the 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 gold yeah Amber <laughs> Kenny is here.
1: <laughs> Hello, I honestly I mean I guess it's 11 years of doing this, but mm-hmm. I'm so used to not being introduced first like thank god you did those phony introductions because i did the like (laughs) like i wasn't do i really
0: never introduce you first i don't think so that's weird
1: maybe maybe i I, i'm sure someone could create a spreadsheet i think because it's more
0: fun to introduce you so it's like (laughs) i always save that for dessert you know what i mean Well, it's like after i eat my vegetables jamie and jill are vegetables
1: (laughs) well i'm the unlike the others So it's just like good pattern.
0: Right. Yeah. But I was not conscious of that, but from now on, you'll be introduced first. I might
1: be wrong. I might be wrong, but I'm, I'm usually not first. Uh I might be second or third.
0: Right. Well, I apologize. I'm so sorry about that. Um,
1: No, are you kidding? I love it. It's like, it's like (laughs) I get the last bow. No, I
0: get it. I get what you're saying. I'm so sorry. (laughs)
1: It feels like, end.
0: starring we
1: not, Amber yeah, yeah, Kennedy. <laughs> can we
0: not just really rake me over the coals for this?
1: Is okay, that possible? Sorry.
0: I'm sorry. Uh, so uh, Jamie and Joe are not here. And that is unfortunate, but we are going to deal because this show happens come hell or high water. No matter and, what.
1: And the long shot, we do have a certain number of sick days and religious holidays that we observe. So
0: it's, it's in the union contract. Right. For the long shot. Um we are planning to raise the uh, minimum hourly wage. wage to we can raise it by a hundred percent. In one session, we could do that. Yeah, we would could. would still stay pretty we could. slow. We absolutely could. Um but uh, so uh, l- let's just get right into it. I'll start. I-, I had a crazy thing happen today. So, first of all, I should put f- full disclosure I got my first uh, vaccine shot a couple of weeks ago.
1: That's amazing.
0: It's, yeah. And what's so funny about it to me is, and this isn't really funny, but it is the joke I've been saying when people are like, oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I love a
1: funny joke.
0: It turns out. <laughs> It turns out being in the hospital for a week because you have congestive heart failure 20 years ago
1: good for is, is a yeah. good
0: thing, you know. I mean it is crazy to think that that is turns out to have been of some benefit ultimately. Right. You know that I got lucky when that happened as it turns out. Um, and you had
1: no reactions you're-
0: no, but I have to go still for the second shot, which I think is the one that you're supposed to have a bigger reaction. But the reason I mention that is because today, oh, and my understanding, it's been, it's been a, I guess a little over two weeks since I got that shot. And my understanding is that after two weeks, you are 92% immunized to COVID and Oh, I think this is right. I could be wrong. Please, I am not a medical expert. Right, right, do not, not take this.
1: Right, look, do your research.
0: Please do your research. But my understanding is you're 100% immunized from uh hospitalization and, you know, yes, I've like you can still get sick, but you're not going to get I guess hospitalization and death are the two yeah, things.
1: basically the the, you,
0: the two big ones you're you're okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I that's I've heard the same again hearsay who knows yeah, yeah right but but yeah i've heard that once uh,
0: we, you... we still think people should uh you know be cautious and wear a mask uh, <laughs> that's my anthony Pup. well you
1: want to protect other people is the thing you could still shed the virus or
0: right so here's the thing is that my friend who lives near here who was one of my roommates in college not the one who lives in idaho that i lived with back in man you're like thank
1: god you have this
0: i know college community people to see but anyway he was like oh because i saw him you know a month ago and we went for a walk just down by the water out here and this time i was like and this is you know everybody should be aware of this i am on the verge Within the next week and a half, I think I am going to head back to um, Los Angeles. Oh wow! Which will be nice. I am eager to return to but the city you of your Angels. Shot I'll get it here. Okay. Yeah. I'll get it here. I'll wait a few days. Um, I'm not going to wait because it's the same thing. After the second one, they say you're supposed to wait two weeks before it becomes completely effective, and I just feel like I'm ready to go. You know what I mean? Like I've been here for over two months now and wow. I'm ready and to you come back
1: in Idaho for how long
0: for a month, give wow. or take yeah. that's crazy.
1: It feels like Idaho was longer than New York. <laughs> Time is <laughs> very <funny>. strange.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it was also different in Idaho because I was living in the you had, barn. Your own. yeah. I was at right. my own place and you know, uh that is different when you are living in your parents house (laughs) but um anyway my friend was like i was like i'm gonna leave soon so maybe we can hang out again before i go Yeah, yeah he's like let's have uh lunch here in town and i was like okay Mm -hmm. I have not been to a restaurant in, I shouldn't say I haven't been, but I have not eaten in a restaurant because I've gotten takeout. I've not eaten in a restaurant in over a year. So today for the first time in over a year, I went to have breakfast at a restaurant. I got there. uh, It was outdoors. Although there was a glass wall all the way around, there was no roof on the place. And I was like, okay, this is. I'm not a fan of the glass wall, but I'm a fan of the no roof. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful out today. It was like 60 something degrees. Um, I went in, I sat down, I ordered a cup of coffee. I was drinking the coffee. There was nobody else there. Like there was just empty tables everywhere. That also is nice. And I was like, oh, this is great. And then people started to come in Mm -hmm. and it started to fill up and the tables were spaced apart but there was a lot of people. There were a lot of kids running back and forth. My friend was running a little bit late and I still had only had this cup of coffee and he got there and I was like, I can't stay. I can't do this. I cannot do it. I need us to go somewhere else.
1: It was just too, it was causing too much anxiety.
0: Yeah, it was too much. And I know that's kind of being a pussy, but like I I, I couldn't do it. I could not sit there. I was so in my head going, Mm -hmm. the fuck is everybody doing here? You know what I mean? Um, So then then I was like, let me, I had, you know, as I always do, I I usually carry two to $3,000 in twenties in my pocket. And I was like, let me just leave this, (laughs) let me just leave this woman a tip. So I left a 20 on the table and he's like, what are you doing? Like, you don't give somebody $20 on a, cup of coffee. And I was like, yeah, I was like, like, she's trying to make a living. She thought she had people, she thought she had a table, you know, and now we're leaving. So, but anyway, I just felt badly because I don't know, it was confusing. It was confusing to be I couldn't take it. I could not mentally right, take it. Right. And I was like, this is going to be a big adjustment to get back into things. And this is vaccinated. This right, is with right. one of the vaccines, you know, right. and I was fully aware of that. And I was like, I feel like this is kind of being Safe. a little crazy, but I just can't sit here. Right. You know,
1: I, I don't, I feel like that's valid. I, this is not a new idea that I'm presenting, but it's everything's backwards. Like, wait till everyone's vaccinated, then open everything. It, it yeah. feel, then we, it might still be hard to um, adjust. Just like culture shock, wise, but at least mentally you'll know it's safe, right?
0: Right, because like you said, even if I'm safe, there might be people around me right. who are not safe from me if i am right shedding virus or spewing That's virus so or <laughs> blorping virus or whatever you do with it's virus on people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right spewing he's spewing virus bob um <laughs> so what
1: did you guys do did you
0: i i had parked not far i parked like half a block away and there was like a park right next to where i parked so i said why don't we go over there and we we walked in I was like oh let's go sit in the shade and we walked over and it was clearly the smoker's bench in the park because there were just cigarette butts everywhere around us but so we went and we just sat on the bench for a couple hours uh well I should say we got coffee before that we went to another place and got coffee and my friend is the kind of guy who's like (laughs) he just he needs to know everybody's name and like say hi to everybody and whatever and so he's like Talking to the guy behind the counter as we're getting coffee, and he's like, He's like, Now tell me again, what's your name? I know we've been through this before, but I don't. And the guy goes, The guy's like, My name is Dave, and he's like, Yes, Dave. I mean, my youngest brother is Dave, so I should have remembered that. I don't know why doesn't
1: care. Dave wants to (laughs) help so (laughs) so,
0: but then he was like, Can I get one of those egg things? And Dave's like do you want me to heat that up? And he's like, Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That would be great. So we're still, you know. And I was like, Why don't we go wait outside while Dave heats this up? And then Dave uh, brought it out to us. But, but anyway, so we went. And we sat in the park for a couple. Okay, of hours. I'm glad
1: you got food because I just pictured two starving.
0: Yeah. Well, I only got. I was. He was like. <laughs> he was like, Do you want something? I said, I'll have one of the. Well, it was actually good because what I realized today. This is a big revelation for me. Oh wow. I thought I did, but I do not like walnuts in my brownies.
1: (laughs) That is a big revelation.
0: I mean, you would think it's a harmless thing, right? You're like, oh, walnuts, nuts, in the brownies are good.
1: Are you positive this was just a bad walnut brownie? And, could have been, and it could might have not been. be a blanket statement for all walnut brownies. I
0: guess you're right. I'll have to try it again because this was the first time I ever consciously remember going. I'll
1: take the let's walnut.
0: See. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> I was like, let's see. I could have the regular one. No, let's, let's live it up let's, a little. Let's get the walnut. Get some omega acids or this. I think this would have been better without the walnuts. Uh, I really think this would have been better without the walnuts. Wow. Next time, I will get this without the walnuts because I don't, I'm a person who doesn't like walnuts in their brownies. I like, you know how you identify Mm -hmm. yourself at Mm -hmm. certain points. You're like, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. I am a guy. I don't
1: need to fight it.
0: I'm a guy who likes brownies, but Mm -hmm. does not like walnuts. Like, you think it's Mm -hmm. such a, like, who cares? As long as you're not allergic to nuts, who cares if it's nuts? It's not nuts. It doesn't matter. It matters. And I am a guy who doesn't care for walnuts in a brownie. Not that I hated it, but I was right. like, this would have been better without the nuts. It's not
1: your preference. Did no. it change the way you saw yourself?
0: <laughs> a little bit. Like before today, I would have been like, sure, I'll have walnuts in my brownie. I like walnuts. I like brownies. The you two look of them in together. the mirror and you're
1: like, wow, I know you a little bit better, pal.
0: That's exactly <laughs> it. Like, you know, when you look at a map and there's only like two lines on it and then you like, you know, uh, Lewis and Clark, like they discover a little uh-huh. bit more and they fill that in and they're like, Oh, now we know more about this part of the territory. <laughs> and that's, that's how I feel looking at myself in the mirror after today is like, there's still a tremendous amount to be discovered,
1: mm-hmm. but, you're but getting I there. do
0: know more than I knew uh-huh. when I got away. out of bed this morning. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this morning, I was like, I am an undiscovered country. And t- and this afternoon, I'm like, I know a thing. I know a thing. You know, the that's how you that's important. how you move yeah. forward in life is like, what do I know about myself? I know right. a few things. And one of those is I do not care for walnuts in my brownies.
1: I. I don't know if this is like ruining the match. Like if
0: there had been a if there had been a if there had been an episode, if I was on not an episode done. of what's the show where they go, Oh, uh, it's not The Bachelor. What's the show, the dating game, where they go, Do you like if I was on the other side of the screen and they uh-huh. were like, Okay, Bachelor I have a question. Two. Yeah, I've seen it too. Do you like your brownies with nuts? D- do you like your nuts, or do you not like your nuts? Like it would be something like that, right? right? It like would be kind suggestive, of suggested. yeah, yeah. And I would be like, I don't know, I really don't know. But today, I don't like that- my nuts. I do not care for my nuts. And then <laughs> the bat, the 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 date would be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna go back to Bachelor number one.
1: Oh, you, know? you think that's gonna be like a.
0: He doesn't like his own nuts. Am I going to like him? You know, like that.
1: (laughs) Um, I'm laughing because I don't know if this is like revealing too much behind the magic, but we were talking before the podcast that you had something you wanted to bring up and I'm dying. Like, was it the brownie revelation? (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't even thinking about that. If you're like Amber, I have something that I really need to bring up. (laughs)
0: No, this is what it was. I haven't even gotten to the good part yet. Oh, okay. Sitting on the bench, I realized that my shoelace had become untied.
1: And I'm the so kind of person. My,
0: <laughs> my revelation was you can just be sitting there and your shoelace becomes untied. No, no, no. The big thing <laughs> I wanted to bring you up turned was... turned into that, Jamie? <laughs> <laughs> no, the big thing I wanted to bring up, which I thought was a big deal, maybe it's not, was that I couldn't handle being in a fucking restaurant, you know?
1: I, I
0: it get scared it, though. Me.
1: I, I completely... Relief. I, so I, is the nuts thing the thing you wanted to bring up? <laughs> um, I mean, no. I didn't actually think that, but it made me laugh to think <laughs> that it was. I mean, Don't I stop just, me.
0: I got the nuts. I still got the nuts. We got to get to the nuts.
1: <laughs> walking by restaurants in my neighborhood mm-hmm. kind of gives me the eebie jeebies, the heebie jeebies, eebie jeebies. I, I know I say it wrong,
0: the willy nillies the helter skelters,
1: <laughs> but so I Turbies. can't even imagine like being
0: the jingle jangles there. right oh i got the jingle jangles <laughs>
1: <It> sounds kind of <laughs> festive i um
0: mr Bo jingle jangles
1: well last week i think on saturday was the first day that they opened restaurants in los angeles i and like movie theaters i think the whole shebang mm-hmm. and um we usually do takeout on Saturday nights and then watch a movie on our couch as opposed to the rest of the nights where we make dinner here and watch so a movie on our couch. couch. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but it makes it special. And we I actually Jeff remembered, but he was like, it's gonna be a little dicey, even just picking up to go food. And it was like you could tell the restaurant wasn't used to
0: having people there.
1: Right. And they were a little, <laughs> and maybe this is a hundred percent projection, but I don't think it is like kind of amped, like giddy. And mm-hmm. um, it was a, it was a Mexican restaurant. And so the hostess was like, we were, so, almost, they, were,
0: so they were Gidetto. <laughs> <correct>. <laughs> that's,
1: that's mm-hmm. um, so we were on the sidewalk and that's where people are waiting to either get a table or take out. And the hostess, if, if somebody was waiting for a table, would be like, Do you want to order a drink now? And they were bringing people out tequila shots on the sidewalk. And I, I feel was like, like,
0: The rules have changed. Yeah.
1: It's like, but it, I, it made me exactly to your point. I was like, I want to get the fuck out of here. Right. Because I, it, not like anyone. You
0: is, are averse to, you're a person who doesn't like tequila. I like hate on your fun. map, on your <laughs> map, there's a little area that is like, no tequila.
1: No, just that. Um, I like fun typically, but the idea that a bunch of intoxicated people who already sort it of, makes it, it so feels like, yeah. well, it feels like they already feel a little too safe for mm-hmm. the situation. And alcohol
0: is not going to help that.
1: Yeah. Yet. So I was like, I, I, we got a little spoiled, we realized, because takeout was kind of easy and um, extremely safe feeling because that's all they were doing. But now it it's yeah, it's interesting. It's I mean it's not the worst problem in the world right now, but it's it's interesting.
0: No, no. I mean there are worse,
1: like the walnuts, for instance. Yeah,
0: like who who (laughs) likes that? Like, you know, there could come a time when it comes down to liking walnuts and not liking walnuts in your brownies, and you know that's the thing that separates. Those
1: are the two political parties.
0: Yeah. Um you know we're joking we're joking of course but crazier things have happened you know (laughs) (laughs) uh but here's the other thing that happened is so i'm with my friend and you know obviously this is a guy i lived with for a couple years in college i knew uh i've known him for i don't know 30 some odd years at this point and uh and we just got to talking about movies. I don't even remember how it came up, but we were talking about. I guess we were talking. First thing we were talking about was. Oh, we. I don't know. We started talking about what. What were we talking about? Just kidding. Um,
1: oh, no, I can't help
0: it. <laughs> it was no, not that? It was. Uh, oh shoot. no! Shoot! 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 We
1: gotta get you having some conversations. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, we just started talking about movies and, uh, you know, he was, like I said, he was a guy I lived with for two years in college and we had four movies on VHS tape when I was in college.
1: What were the four movies?
0: Uh, they were, um, Jaws. Good one. Which is one that we were talking about. Uh, uh, Ghostbusters. Um, I'm trying to remember what the other two were. There were so many of them. Oh, uh, uh, spinal tap.
1: Great one holds up. I recommend watching it again
0: to live and die in LA. Okay. Have you ever seen that? I don't think so. Oh, it's fucking amazing movie. It is truly a, like, I think there are articles about how that movie is a classic and nobody realized it at the time. We realized it. Now people are like, Oh yeah, that was a classic, but at the time, we were the only ones who knew. But anyway, <laughs> so so each of those movies we probably watched a hundred times over totally. a few years, and you know we we had he, he the two of us lived with two other guys, and the whole uh, floor was all two man rooms, and I say man because it was an all boys floor. It was male. Male, yeah. And we moved all our beds into one room and had the other room as a social room. So a lot of times we would be watching, you know, jaws for the 89th time and everybody from the hallway would drift into our, so there'd be like, you know, 40 people in this one little room watching.
1: That's that's cute and fun.
0: (laughs) I mean, or disgusting depending on what was going (laughs) on.
1: If it's a pandemic. Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, But anyway, we're talking about movies and I started, you know, and, and so I, and I was talking about going back to LA and I'm, I was like, I'm excited. And this is true. I don't know if I've talked about this to you either on air or off, but I am excited to go back to LA because one of the things I am planning to do, and I've been planning for a while is I'm going to make a full on short film to submit to festivals and stuff. Like I have a plan. I have a big plan to make a short and, and, you know short is a variable term like mm-hmm. it means less than a full-length movie so it a short it could, could be 40 45 seconds, minutes right yeah or it could <laughs> be a blip like a vine short um if anybody remembers vine that was like two years ago and uh anyway i said yeah i have this plan i want to make this movie and he said he, he was like do, do you he was like, first of all, I want to check in and see if Dave is doing okay. Hold on, I'll be right back. Let me go check on <laughs> Dave. But he was like, um, do you want to do you mind telling me what it's about? You don't have to, but you know, whatever. And I said, actually, I would like to tell you about it because I have to get to the point where I can pitch the movie. So let me just pitch it to you and you can tell me what you think. And this and was today. This was today.
1: Wow. This and is a I, big day I, I, so far.
0: Yeah. And this is, it's only 7 a.m. at this point. So, you know, uh, no, no, this was late. like breakfast was at 1130, you know? So by now it's like 1230 p.m. <laughs> anyway.
1: I like that we can plot it minute by minute. <laughs> How long were you in the first restaurant?
0: It's like, by cereal. the way, sir, my name is Dave. <laughs> I said Dave, right? Um, but anyway, I so I pitch him the whole thing whatever it doesn't matter at some point i will be pitching it to people and trying to get money from people you know so he his job is in sales so he's like if you want my five cents my my nickel you know what how much is five cents my dime anyway he's like if you want (laughs) you okay (laughs) i'm trying to make up for the fact that other people aren't here Um,
1: we're fine we talk a lot (laughs) Oh, yeah, I should be interrupting you more. Is that what you mean? You're, like, doing it for yourself. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Amazing.
0: So, so he said, you know, here's some thoughts I have about, not about the plot or the movie. But the pitch but, itself. Yeah, he was like, you know, you want to have, and this is all stuff you kind of know, but it's always good to hear from other people. He's like, you want to have your 30-second version, your three-minute mm-hmm. version, your 10-minute version. 20 minute version. And I was like, yeah, I, a hundred percent, I, I, whatever. And, you know, and then he was telling me about like getting money from people. And, you know, we went to college with the same people and he's like, there are people that the amount, and I told him how much money I was hoping to do this for. And it's, it's not an insignificant amount of money. You know, it's not like, I'm like, I can do this for 40 bucks. It's like, right. I want to do this right with a real shoot and real actors and sag and a crew. Everything Excuse and me. locations, the whole, you know, it's a seventy-four day shoot. That's what I have planned for. Um, oh wow,
1: you really have not planned? No, two oh. days. <laughs> um, this
0: is
1: a long sh- short Shoot
0: the whole thing in two days because every day is a, is a lot of money, you know. Right, right. Um. So I think I can shoot the whole thing in two days. But anyway, I was like, this is the amount of money, and he was like, you know, there are people that we went to school with to whom that amount of money is reasonable. Well, it was what, what it, the word, the phrase he used is like, that's like walking around money to them, you know? Same. And so those are people that you should think about talking to. And he was kind of saying like, you know, just uh, the reasons why it's okay to do that, that it's okay mm-hmm. to ask other people for help when you're mm-hmm. doing something like this, because first of all, people want to help they maybe respect you or respect what you're doing and believe in what you're doing and believe in your talent. Um, Also there's the element of like, there are people to whom, and this of course has always been true about filmmaking. There are people to whom just saying I helped produce a movie that got made in Hollywood is just fun to be able to right. say to people. It's you like know?
1: a cocktail party yeah. conversation
0: and and you know i went to the screening and i schmoozed my name with is people. in the credits yeah yeah so all of those things so he's telling me all this stuff and whatever and it was that
1: there's value for them you're not just taking
0: correct and i and that is a good thing to hear because that is very much something that i have difficulty with um and he, anyway so we we talked about all that we talked about you know then we moved on to other subjects. We talked. Let me see, what did we talk about? We talked. Hold on, I have, a, I think I took notes on my phone. Uh, no, um, go ahead, but uh, anyway, did I
1: leave you guys?
0: <laughs> so I get home from this whole thing,
1: uh-huh.
0: and I see that I have a message on my phone and it's from him. And I listened to the message and he's like
1: slower.
0: I listen so I so I hit
1: then I what hit,
0: I hit voicemail and it says transcribing voicemail.
1: Oh they always mess up a couple words, don't they?
0: No, I listened, yeah, right. <laughs> uh he says, you know, apparently according to the transcript, he says, Hey, I just wanted to unintelligible. And I was (laughs) like, what the hell does that mean? Uh, No, he goes,
1: Well, you succeeded.
0: he he, He goes, I just wanted to say, I was on my way home and I realized I never said what I should have said, which is that when you, you know, I would like to invest in this thing Because I want to prove, like, if, you know, I want to make sure you know that I believe in this and I believe in you and I want to, you know, and right. But, but like what I realized in my head and, 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 and this may or may not be true and we'll never know is I was like, does he think that the reason I initiated this conversation was to ask
1: for money was
0: to ask him for money and I need to. So I called him right back and I was Uh like, Hey, I, I, I appreciate everything you said, but I just want to make sure it would horrify me. To think that you thought, and 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 it didn't matter what I was saying, because he was like, no, 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 I, it's fine. I just want to make sure you know. Like, we're now we're just talking over each uh-huh. other. And he's like, no, 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 I just want to make sure you know that I want to be a part of this. And I am 100% up.
1: <laughs> but what if that's true? I, I, I'm like, sure it I, is true. I think true. Both point of views are probably true. You didn't come to it asking for money and he wants to give you money. And
0: both of those things are win, true. Win. Yeah. Yes. But the difficulty is my feeling that he would walk away from that conversation thinking that the reason for that conversation ah. was to ask him for money to which I guarantee you, he would say not, no, no, no. It's, it's, I didn't think that I just, he would say, it doesn't matter because Good. you need he to would, get he, comfortable with right. that. he wanted you yeah.
1: to be doing that.
0: And I just, it it made me feel like I wanted to take a shower when I got home, you know, <laughs> like I was like, no, 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 no. That's not who I am. Like, totally. it, it was just such a weird, like misinterpretation, which I don't yeah. even know if it was a misinterpretation. Like, it felt very, it felt very curb your enthusiasm. It felt like. Right, right we were we were just like talking a little bit past each other at that point and like i said it's past that at this point and now we'll never know you know what i mean like it's done and he may go to his grave believing that i brought that up to get money from him or he may not and i may go to my grave i well I'm not going anywhere right now. Cause I got Cause vaccinated. vaccinated and I left the restaurant before anything <laughs> happened. But anyway, it just you know, was such a weird thing.
1: I, um, I actually, I don't know why I said, actually, I very much relate to what you're saying. Cause I have, I've thought back on, there's been so many times where I've sort of like actively, Sabotaged, or may, not even maybe sabotage is too harsh of a word, but like there were so many times in my life where people would have easily helped me, but I was mm-hmm. so determined to ensure that they thought that I wasn't asking for help. Right. And it's like, it's where is this coming from? It's very bizarre. It's very not Hollywood.
0: <laughs> oh, it's 100% the opposite of Hollywood. Well, I was telling him about this. I actually, I do you remember I said this to Jamie at one point? I had read this book, and I don't remember the name of the book, but it's about a guy who's like an indie filmmaker, or it's written by a guy who's an indie filmmaker. And he talks about how to raise money when you want to make your film. And the first thing he says, this is the thing I said to Jamie when he was raising money for Dynasty Tipwriter, was get a yellow pages and start calling dentists because dentists make money and have lives that they're sort of like uh I'm a dentist like I'm not uh they're not glory hounds yeah they're not or they're not like their their lives are not like hey it's this amazing thing I get to fix mm-hmm. people's teeth And so there's dentists with money who would be like, yeah, I want to be a fucking Hollywood producer. Fuck. Yeah. You know, um,
1: just the idea of that though, like already gives me anxiety and it was hypothetical
0: of cold calling people. Yeah. Yeah. But another thing they talk about in that book that this guy said, and you know, it's funny. I said to my friend, I was like, I'm sure you have heard of this type of sales tactic was the guy said, you get 10. The book was written like 30 years ago. So it was like, get 10 guys in a room and you pitch them your idea. You say, this is what the movie is. Then you show them on the screen, a clip reel from your cinematographer, other stuff they've done that looks so cool, feels or whatever, it's
1: real. They can- and
0: you go, so if you want to be a producer, it's $5,000 a share. I'm going to put each of you down for 10 shares.
1: Oh my God.
0: And then you just let that hang there because you're forcing them
1: to say no instead to go,
0: of go, wait, wait, wait. I don't want to do that. Instead, you know, they're the ones who have to make the awkward no thing instead of you being like, Look, I know this is a big ask and whatever.
1: Kicking the ground and saying shucks, could you yeah, possibly you, f-
0: you force them mm-hmm. to go either
1: they're already they're like automatically opted in basically
0: right and you and and yeah i forget what my friend even had a term for it it was like the the choice of no choice or something like that oh, where God. That like
1: so bleak. <laughs>
0: right? but like you, you know the person has to go okay okay i'm in or they have to go i i i, I can't do 10 shares mm-hmm. but i what if I did five and now you have $25,000 more than you had walking into that meeting,
1: right, you know, right.
0: or they go, I am so sorry about this, but I can't do that. I'm not in, I mean, they're already in the meeting that they know is about your film that you're trying right, to make, right. and trying to raise money. Well, and so they're the, already leaning a little bit anyway.
1: And there's yeah. probably the peer pressure of it all. Yeah. The other You're in a room guys full of yes. other five guys. Yeah. You don't want to be the, it's like a yeah. masculinity thing. It's a
0: hundred percent. You know, it's definitely that of like, what am I going to do? Look like an asshole in front of all these other people? Um, Sales tax So, is anyway, so weird. the point is, <laughs> the point is, Amber.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just getting on my feet. <laughs> like, like, I yesterday. know you have a job. <laughs> I do. I do. I'm very lucky.
0: And I know you want to be
1: a big not time a taker.
0: Producer. You don't want to be a taker. You want to be a producer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm just honing my pitch. I bet.
1: I don't know. I could be wrong, but we have some pretty amazing fans. I feel like even just after this episode, people will reach out with support okay. and without even knowing the i mean
0: feel free absolutely you know
1: <laughs> and that's without I mean, even, that's why without you even it knowing, up, right?
0: well let me just let me just <laughs>
1: just, to, just to go right, right, back right. To shame, like, <laughs> this is all
0: oh my god he never stops talking about it he keeps telling I mean, the story about it. he didn't want to tell the story about right. it but by doing that he's telling the story about it and he's doing it again
1: salesman in the game
0: you know that he went back into the store and said to dave like i just had this conversation across the street can you believe it dave do you want to be a hollywood producer
1: (laughs) (laughs) but that's really Um, exciting it's exciting i am excited about it i am really doing things
0: yeah that sounds
1: condescending but i don't mean it that way like it's tough right now to do anything
0: number one fuck you number two <laughs> no 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 no. i mean yeah and i have this script that i'm working on like i i you know i wrote this pilot last year during all of this and i really feel good about it and nothing has happened because of it and that is the nature of hollywood and so it's like okay then what's the next thing what's mm-hmm. the you know um and so this is an idea that's been brewing in my head for years. And if I could just, I think you would really like it. If I could just explain it to you, do you mind, do you mind taking a second? And sure. I'll tell you.
1: I, I And I'm no Hollywood mover and shaker, but it feels. Increasingly that you kind of just have to make your own stuff. And well, then, and then you, the powers that be. I mean, I you're think, already a success and then they'll give you an opportunity. Like I the, think
0: back to bill burr's episode of the long shot and that was his advice to us and to everybody listening was make your own shit and
1: that was what nine years ago (laughs)
0: i'm finally listening i'm finally listening but i mean that's also a thing because i've i've been saying that for 25 years to people who complain about not being cast. not 25 years 20 something years to people who don't get cast on harold teams i'm like So what? You don't let those people dictate what you get to do. If this is what you really want to do, because I go back to the early 90s before the Upright Citizens Brigade came to New York and I was improvising in my first improv group and we were performing. I mean, I've told this story a million times, but here we go again. Do you want to invest in my movie? (laughs) Um, But I wanted to be improvising more. And so I said, what can I do? I went, I found a theater. I rented a theater. I had a job at that time. Uh, I was teaching school, so I could afford to pay $250 a week. I couldn't really, but I had the money to do that um, and hope to make that money back by getting 25 people to pay $10 a week to see the show, which sometimes happened and sometimes did not happen. But out of that was how I got into Chicago city limits, which is where I met. Eddie Pepitone and the rest is history. And here we are, (laughs) but that is because I took control of the situation and said, this is what I want to do. This is how I'm going to do it. Instead of going, I'm not improvising enough. Why am I not improvising enough? Why aren't more people asking me to be a comedic performer, you know? And so that's what I've been saying, but then it's easy to get lazy about that and to lose focus on that, you know? Um,
1: uh this is like a whole other can of worms that I can't really speak to intelligently, but it felt like the Herald team goal was like a MacGuffin on some level, because mm-hmm. I knew so many people who that's what they were striving for.
0: It's the keys to the kingdom. And then you're like, what the fuck either, is the kingdom?
1: Well, and they would either get it or not get it, but either way feel like now what? Yeah. It it's right. it's not like you automatically get a sitcom because you were on a Herald team. Like it's it's like shooting not far enough or something. I don't know.
0: A hundred percent. And that is I where, mean, you need
1: to have achievable goals along the way, but I you see, you understand what I'm saying.
0: A hundred I, I keep saying a hundred percent, it's really not. <laughs> I understand like seventy-five percent of what you say. Um, so I'm a hundred percent lying every time I say a hundred percent. And I'm not really a hundred percent lying because it's partially true. So I'm like 80% telling the truth, 20% lying about how 75% of the time I believe what you're saying and 100% I totally understand. Um, but I do think that that is because then what happened after that was I got into Chicago city limits and I just fucking dawdled there for mm. years thinking that was a thing and it was right. nothing. thing. It was nothing, you know? I mean not nothing it was something but it wasn't much of something it was almost nothing it was practice, it was like 12% of nothing it
1: was a cool accomplishment and guidepost but it wasn't a place to like set up camp permanently
0: it was like what you said it was like now what now mm-hmm. what you know and i lost track of that for 27 years.
1: You're doing okay.
0: <laughs> no, but I think it is easy to like sit back and go, "Now I've got it." I mean, it's the same thing with um with stand-up, like getting Conan, I was like, mm-hmm. "Okay, I'm good. I'm good." And then, you know, that was it. You know, it was like, mm-hmm. "No, you're not good." Like there's a lot more work to be done and you have to keep your keep your keep your like keep looking at whatever you want to win, keep stay <laughs> The focused <laughs> on like keep your eye on keep your eyes on the whatever you're going to get oh at the my end gosh.
1: um yeah i i would say this show to a large degree disillusioned me of that in this, this show, sense yes a long
0: shot mm-hmm. yes
1: because um has a very young person starting comedy ingenue yes yes I'm comedic engineer, but i had like my friends in it my peer friends in comedy you know um everyone was like once i get booked on this show once this happens and we're talking like a, even smaller peanuts when you mm-hmm. zoom out it's like you know a weekly well let's
0: not even get into the whole zoom thing because that has really revolutionized <laughs> everything over the last
1: but i would then do this podcast mm-hmm. And I would hear you talk. We would have guests that are like heroes of mine. Successful. Uh, right. Who've like achieved everything that you could possibly dream of. And they're not happy. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. okay, it's not... That achievement right there isn't going to do it. I but, think uh, but, it's going to be but, something else.
0: <laughs> yes. But I mean, you're absolutely right. But I also feel like that's two different things too. Totally, because totally, totally. Discontent with your own life is different from this achievement Trying or that achievement. achievement. Yeah. 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 Um, because that's definitely an issue as well. But I think of like being it's comfortable, l-
1: right? It, it can be tied though. It, in the sense that. I will be happy once I'm on a Herald team. It's like, you absolutely won't for sure. <laughs> like I can tell you that with right. positive, positive. No, if Herald you're not teams
0: happy are now, a No, but if you're not
1: happy now, yeah. you're not going to be happy then.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because it's not funny. Well, we'll see. Maybe. It's, <laughs> I don't know. What is a hundred percent, but <laughs> I, I've been teaching so much over the course of the last year. And at the end of every class, I meet with each student individually to talk about the scripts they've written. And the first thing I say is, how do you feel about this?
1: Mm-hmm. That's a great coaching question.
0: And my main point is to separate them from the result, because mm-hmm. I'm always like, you should feel really good that you did this. Talk. whatever you have accomplished you sat down and you wrote a thing and you have presented it to the world and that's a huge deal and whenever i have that conversation with people i feel like i'm basically talking to my younger self and going the fuck is wrong with you feel good about the things mm-hmm. you're doing this is a win instead of about the instead of feeling shitty about the things you haven't done mm-hmm. I do think it's good to aspire to stuff, but oh, really? it's also good to go. I did this thing. I mean, I always tell the story and I, I'm sure I've told it on, on, uh, this, on, uh, yeah. Uh, about
1: this strange, like <laughs> Alzheimer's character that you're doing. I don't know how I feel about it.
0: I don't either. Unfortunately, because I you don't I, remember. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> uh but this stand-up competition i was in years ago and it was a thing where we were on a list of comics in new york and i i've talked about this a million times like there's the email a couple of parts thread. yeah there's a couple parts of the story because we were on this list with all these comics and everybody on the list was like oh dave is gonna win this competition dave's got it in the bag dave same is dave? the funniest guy <laughs> same dave uh now he's working at a coffee shop fuck him uh <laughs> No, he So in a very talented, funny comic who was performing on the same night against me in competition and everybody in the list, I think a little thoughtlessly, or maybe they were doing it on purpose, but was saying, oh, Dave's got this in the bag. And I was mm-hmm. like, do you guys know that I am like, right?" you can think that, but saying it so blatantly in public mm-hmm. it is. And maybe I should just have a thicker skin, but I was like, fuck you guys, like whatever. And then that night I won the night and which was funny in terms of like going back to that group of people and being like, what's up motherfuckers. Now what, where the fuck is Dave? He's working in a coffee shop. (laughs) Um, But what I really vividly remember about that night is they did it like uh, um, the Miss America pageant. Like they were like the third runner up is, Oh, no. Lambosis Frisco. (laughs) And everybody was like, yay. And then they were like, the second runner up is Don Flarp (laughs) Diddle. Yay, Don Flarp Diddle. And they were like, and the winner is Sean. And that was as far as they got before. In my head, my first thought was, well, this doesn't really mean anything. Like this is
1: like you couldn't even enjoy it for a second
0: and i remember sitting that night we went out to a to a bar near there surprise surprise and i remember sitting there and just being like i need to take a moment to step back and feel good about this because if i don't i am fucked for life like i will never feel good about anything ever if i can't take this moment where i showed those motherfuckers and i won this competition and you know so anyway, I just wanted to say that I did in 1999 win a stand-up competition that led to uh ultimately nothing. Um
1: but you feel great about it now.
0: I feel good about it. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, so uh can I can I put you down for a thousand dollars?
1: I'll see the pitch first.
0: <laughs> it's if I could just give you the two second elevator pitch, it's about a ghost, a, a goat who's a ghost of a goat oh, who's best cool. friends, best friends with a barrette and <laughs> the beret wears a beret and they live together in a cookie jar.
1: A two that's day it.
0: shoot, huh? <laughs> you know how easy it is to work with barrettes and berets. Those, those guys are simple. <sighs> uh so anyway all i'm saying is can i put you down for a thousand (laughs) dollars you
1: should say it's about relationships that was um (laughs) that's the the big joke that um me and my college friends used to always say it's like oh that Mm -hmm. play it's about relationships which means absolutely nothing because every single thing in the world is about relationships Mm -hmm. it's just like it just it makes me laugh because it sounds like it's you're saying something but you're saying nothing
0: yeah i mean that might be a good. that would be a led? good hook for this show, you know. It's about it's relationships. About relationships. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's take a break, and then we'll okay. come back, and we'll do. Uh, I don't know if you have anything. Uh, yeah, there's Jeff. <laughs> um,
1: I'm in my nook right now. I switched it up.
0: You have a nook too.
1: Well, that's I, how the nook came up. Oh,
0: originally. it was. I thought it was Jamie's nook. It's your yeah, nook.
1: I my, my desk is in a nook. And then when Jamie was talking about a nook, you were like, Amber also has a nook. Whatever. We're recapping. Here's the
0: thing. I feel weird because I have a cranny in my apartment. <laughs> is made, that weird? I think you made that exact joke. <laughs> I have patterns. I have patterns.
1: <laughs> uh, okay. Let's take a break. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Hey, everybody, it's Sean, and I'm not going to go on and on about this, but uh, follow us on Twitter at Longshot Podcast and find out what's going on in everybody's life. And if you don't know about Twitter, you should check it out because there's a lot of really uplifting stuff on there to read about. People have opinions about why you're good and why things are good and, you know, how Everything is good. So go check it out and you'll you'll learn something. Now back to our show. We are back, you are listening. And thank you for that. Hmm. We don't uh,
1: say that enough. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> in any aspect of our lives, but certainly not in this one. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And, you know, you can email us. Our email address is mailbag at the longshotpodcast.com. I was looking today and we do have a bunch of emails. I don't want to do it with.
1: Without uh, the whole game.
0: Joe and Jamie not here, but we will over the course of the next several weeks be responding to those uh, on, on the show. On air? So, is it air really? I mean, what is it? I mean, air to me is on, the radio. Right. On 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 web <laughs> sounds worse. On Where net
1: on net? <laughs> on uh, recording.
0: <laughs> on iTunes or anchor.fm or Spotify?
1: Man, if if our fans don't find the one place to listen to podcasts that I don't list <laughs> every
0: single time. <laughs> Why is it not on here? Yeah.
1: It probably is. I don't know. Right,
0: right. <laughs> well, I think what's interesting about that is I feel like people who listen to podcasts know a lot about podcasts and I listen to some, but I am not a podcast affichando and or is that Yummy. how you say it?
1: It sounds like dinner. <laughs>
0: uh, tonight we have a freshly shaved affichando <laughs> in a raspberry remoulade. <laughs> um, no, I know what you're saying. Like, people are like, what the fuck, man? Why is it not on this thing? You're like, I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe please it don't is. ask me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I> don't <know. laughs> Um, But we do appreciate people listening and finding it in all the places. Uh, All right, so we always start the show. Let should we start the show? No, I hope not. The segment like, that we like called "checking in." Mm-hmm. So let's check in today with Amber. I'm going to Amber first <laughs> yeah. this time.
1: Um,
0: Amber first.
1: Ooh, ooh, ooh. I um see you go to me first sometimes for checking it, just not for the welcome. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I don't even know how to talk about this and not sound like an insane person. So I'm just going to risk possibly sounding like an insane person.
0: Is this um, about how you are Napoleon Bonaparte? Because that is going to make you sound yes. like you're insane. Like that's yes. the classic symptom of insanity. <laughs>
1: right.
0: <laughs> right. I feel like anytime you see an insane asylum in the movies, there's there somebody thinks- wearing a hat who thinks he's Napoleon Bonaparte. So let's see Do what happens. That's
1: because of the Napoleonic complex. And some screenwriter thought that it was like literal. But <laughs> a Napoleon,
0: Napoleon complex doesn't mean you're insane. It just means I know, but short.
1: I'm, i short. What I'm saying is like. Do you think that at one point a screenwriter was like, I need a collection of crazy people heard that idea, translated it too literally. And then, then that translation kept getting translated into other forms of media because it's not something I've ever heard of in real life. It's just Mm -hmm. in movies.
0: Maybe it's the the same with, it's the same with psycho killer. Like, you know people are a psycho killer in the movies and it's like oh they're psycho they kill people when that's not really what you know (laughs) oh no that is yeah that is sorry (laughs)
1: they're psycho they kill people okay um so i i'm a little bit i had a like a i'm really
0: just get to it just get to it
1: okay uh I'm aware that I keep having like very special episodes and I don't want to, but that is when you
0: by the way, when you have a very special episode, uh-huh. we all have a very special
1: episode. Oh, thanks, Sean. All right, or I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but um I have to be honest about what I experienced this week. And I think I know the biggest thing that affected me was they um at Echo Park Lake. They there was an encampment of unhoused people in tents. Um, as you can imagine, homelessness is rampant in Los Angeles, housing is impossible, and the pandemic only made things worse. Um but this community of unhoused people.
0: Pandemic they, made things worse because people weren't working and therefore couldn't pay their rent, rent and therefore got evicted. Is that correct?
1: I believe so. Again, I'm no scholar. Just like everything we've talked about.
0: <laughs> we're, I, we're, we're making it up as we go along.
1: I am not an expert on the on the Check your topic. facts,
0: folks. Am, Google is your friend. I am
1: talking about it from how it's affected me, which sounds really... Um, egocentric, but that's how I'm coming at it. Um, anyway, there was a they've created a community this past year during the pandemic where they have like they've created a kitchen and a garden and they they watch over each other's stuff and they it it's a full community and it's big and um Mitch O'Farrell I'm going to name names. My council member, my council, is that how you say it? Council member? Council?
0: I believe it's pronounced (laughs) Conquilmama.
1: Sure, 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 sure. Um, From what I gather with um, pressures from homeowners, and I think also it has something to do with the upcoming Lotus Festival. There's always a Lotus Festival in the summer at Echo Park Lake. planned. A sweep of the encampment um but was very secretive about when and where like he was directly asked on camera multiple times and he would not uh,
0: yes we will be doing a sweep on
1: excuse
0: <laughs> me i said on the faithful <laughs> okay sure. and um
1: Homeless activists, people in the community started protesting. Anyway, it, it went possibly the worst way it possibly could. There, there were multiple police helicopters circling overhead in my neighborhood for two and a half days.
0: How far are you from Echo Park?
1: Less than a mile. Mm-hmm. Um, and But you don't
0: live in Echo Park.
1: I'm right at the border of Silver Lake Echo Park. It's it's actually a funny thing. When people ask us where we live, I always say Silver Lake and Chef always says Echo Park. I don't know what that means about our personalities. Also, now people could definitely find me. I've <laughs> given so many clues. Um,
0: She's right around here somewhere.
1: <laughs> but um, just...
0: So there are helicopters flying around your neighborhood. Right.
1: So after dark...
0: And just so, just so people know what it's like to have, in case you've never had the joy of a helicopter flying around your neighborhood, it, it just is annoying. Like it's a constant noise and psychological
1: torture
0: and it gets further away and comes closer. So it gets softer and louder and softer and louder. And you think it's gone and then it comes back and and, you know, yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's just anxiety inducing Mm -hmm. really um, because it it doesn't happen for a good reason ever there's never like the dodgers won the helicopters are circling like it's not celebratory Um, the
0: helicopter is here to bring ed mcmahon down with the publisher's (laughs) clearinghouse check ed mcmahon's been dead for like 20 years i'm still making that joke
1: (laughs) please no um but but after dark um, which I feel like adds to the disingenuous. The best
0: part of the Playboy channel, by the way. <laughs> I wouldn't
1: <I> know. <laughs> uh,
0: no, it's at for Playboy after dark.
1: Mitchell Farrell's talking points are that his plan is to take care of the homeless people and get them housing. And um, these activists are standing in his way of making sure they have housing. I call bullshit because they waited till the sunset they had 400 police officers helicopters like you aren't trying to take care of people and make sure they're in housing without warning after dark with by force like that is that doesn't feel like your first concern is the homeless people it, it feels like absolute bullshit. Anyway, it the, that first night, they ended up building a fence around Echo Park Lake. And some of the unhoused people hadn't left. So they <laughs> made a concentration camp for lack of a better word because the people who did live in the park who were still there could not now leave and the people they knew and the people who lived there who had left couldn't get back in they were stuck there and um i i just i i i kind of lost my mind i i got i became really unhinged because every day the news has <laughs> injustice and horrific things happening to people all day long every day and it's hard on everyone's heart. But I this felt like in my backyard. And You know
0: you can I, turn the news off, right?
1: I know, I know, I know. This one I became the um, shoe is on the other foot. I know. I felt very like, <laughs> okay, I get it. Cause I was like obsessed with the updates and seeing the videos of what the policemen were doing and you and sound second, crazy. The second night they arrested a bunch of reporters and all of the legal witnesses mm-hmm. who were there for a vigil. Like that is fascism. That they're they're trying to deter protesters and the press from being there at all. And the park is cleared now. There's a fence around it. Also, none of this was with warning. I think they gave the residents the the unhoused residents t- a little less than twenty four hours, but there are people who use that park on a daily basis. There are vendors who their income is selling things in that park. They had no warning, so it 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 just feels it's so upsetting, and it the overtime of these four hundred police officers and the helicopters the expense of those alone could have helped so many unhoused people. It, 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 it's so frustratingly a lie. They're lying. Um, and I, my theory is, and I am hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping this is my, the Pollyanna side of me. I'm hoping. Three times hoping. Yes. I'm hoping, um, that, things are changing but what I'm thinking is Mitchell Farrell is very used to he's had a long career
0: bra. <laughs> right?
1: I used to go to luncheons that he was at all the time when I worked at the bank because we would be part of the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce It anyway
0: ja, ja, ju, ju.
1: <laughs> not like he knew me or anything but it's just strange hello um,
0: Amber it's me Mitchell Farrell <laughs> <laughs> That's his voice in my head. (laughs) We're going to do something at dawn tomorrow.
1: Oh, the worst.
0: Not dawn. In the dark. In the dark. Wait till the dark comes and you won't believe what you see when you you awaken in the morning.
1: Oh, and these people, the housing that they're given is a hotel room that once they have it, they have to abide by very strict... Rules Like they, ha- they have a curfew at 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. or something like that, which some people would argue, what's the problem with that? But I've read articles, not to sound <laughs>
0: like All right.
1: other people, but there are unhoused people who do have jobs and their jobs aren't within those out. Like they, to do their job, they get home at 9 p.m.,
0: so your job gets you home at nine PM. You got to go <laughs> earlier, and
1: then you get home on the right time. Yep, everyone has just a nine to five. The whole world. There's a job in word processing.
0: They're looking it's, for people at the post
1: office. It's it's um yeah. I'm I'm not even being eloquent. I haven't been eloquent about it all week. I've just been like angry and sad on Thursday especially, I could barely work. I could barely focus because I was thinking about the fact that there was a fence built around a bunch of unhoused people less than a mile away from me, a concentration camp. And there was, at the same time, the helicopters were still going. And it's just like, this, that's my representative who did that. It's it's disgusting. And... Oh, I didn't even get to my theory. My theory is Mitchell Farrell and other people in local politics for years have been able to kind of go under the radar. The only people really paying attention to them and the only people writing them letters and asking to meet with them and definitely the only people giving them money on any level our rich people, our homeowners, our people who are very, are NIMBYs, you know, not in my backyard. And so they have deep patterns of just, even though their constituents are a broader, more diverse population, they're used to just catering their policies to these, this very specific small demographics. And I think that's
0: American politics writ small, right? Like that's corporations at a countrywide level versus rich people on a local level.
1: Right. But I think he's used to pulling shit like this and maybe a couple of the local activists throw their hands up and write some letters and then it just kind of. Gets swept under the rug, and life goes on. And the rich homeowners who complained about people in the park are happy, and he's a success. I I think he's genuinely shocked that there is a public outcry. What
0: hell did all these people come from? What are they talking <laughs> about?
1: He's I'm um, supposed to be able
0: to do things in the middle I've, of the night, and nobody's supposed to say a thing.
1: I've again, I'm unhinged. I've never been the kind of person that replies to a politician's tweet. But now every time he posts something, I'm just like, can't wait to get you out of office. (laughs) um,
0: Oh, there goes that Amber Kenny again.
1: Amber underscore
0: Kenny on Twitter. I got to find out who that is.
1: (laughs) Oh no. I may have to come
0: around her place and check out her blinds. (laughs) If she has those up and down blinds, those vertical blinds. The
1: worst, the worst. We didn't talk about that on air. Um, I know. We... I did shoot out an email to him Wednesday night, that first night. That was a little unhinged, <laughs> but my, my favorite part about it. Welcome to why did the club, you go out? Friend. Oh, are you dead? Oh, that is so weird. Um, my favorite part about it is he has an automatic.
0: Wait, did Jeff just die?
1: No, the, the light went out, and so I oh. thought the bulb died, but then I just turned it off and turned it back on, and it turned back on.
0: I thought you were talking to Jeff. You, you reached out <laughs> of frame and went, why did you go out? Are you dead? Oh, that's so weird. And then kept talking, and I was like, oh, oh um, my God. <laughs> yeah.
1: Cold as ice. Um, what in the God's name was I talking about? Oh, I know? wrote him an email, and yeah. so he has like an automatic response because he gets of so course. many emails. Um. And it just made just me so laugh. Just so you know,
0: this is an automatic response. You <laughs> right. Get your input.
1: Well you it, you as
0: soon it, as possible, or ASAP as they say.
1: It legitimately made me laugh because the tone of his response didn't match my email. Amber, so
0: great to hear from you. Right. I love what Thank you got you to so say. Much for I agree mind. with you a hundred percent. When I say a hundred percent, I mean zero percent.
1: <laughs> but um yeah, it's 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 super duper heartbreaking. And I am no, I'm no expert on how to solve homelessness. I can't even pretend to be, Um, but yeah, it's
0: a messy, messy situation, you know, because you are dealing with not in every case, but in many cases, you're dealing with people with some degree of mental illness or some degree of addiction or both of those things that are overwhelming them in a way that is impossible for them to deal with. I also look at, it, I mean, you keep saying rich homeowners, which I'm sure is a real thing, but you know, there are probably also people who live in that area who are like, like, imagine you're, you're buying your first place and you mm-hmm. buy a place in Echo Park and you're like, I love this neighborhood. I love being able to go to the park. There's <laughs> there's boats there that you can go on and Slum pedal. Boats. Yeah. And then you have t- two kids and you're like, yeah, we can't, we, no, right. we don't we right. can't go over there anymore. I sympathize with those people too. I mean, they're, they're not, you know, they're not in the same dire situation right. that people who are being kicked out of this place are, you know, and then you're talking about concentration camp. And I will say I have a difficult time focusing on things. So I, I feel like <laughs> if I had been able to go to concentration camp, maybe, I'd be doing a little better right now, but you know, that's a horrid.
1: I um <laughs> yeah, and and because I've been completely unhinged and bugging out about this, I have found articles that back up my beliefs. That's what we do, right? That's human nature. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of literature out there that says doing the humane thing and providing actual resources and actual housing in the long run is a lot cheaper. And so it's like, it feels like a no brainer. And I know I'm a Pollyanna dum-dum, but it's like if it's cheaper and it solves the problem that everyone doesn't like, like what are we doing? But but people don't like handouts. They don't like the idea of handouts.
0: There's a, um, I think I could be wrong about this, but I think there's a book that somebody wrote about a town or city in the Midwest. And I want to say Minneapolis. I could be wrong about that, but I feel like maybe it was Minneapolis where. And maybe it wasn't Minneapolis. What?
1: Fine. <laughs> Let's just decide it was.
0: <laughs> Let's pretend it was Minneapolis. Uh, They over the course of like a year, they solved, solved their homeless crisis because what happened was somebody came in. I don't know if it was a mayor or city manager or somebody came in and made it the responsibility of every department head in the city to be aware of who the people were Mm. and to take responsibility for people and for helping people and finding them so the chief of police the fire department chief the Oof. emergency services person i don't see that they happening all, they all they all knew the names of all the people that they were mm-hmm. dealing with in the homeless situation and it wasn't like 5 or 10 people it was thousands of people. And they created, I mean, this is where it gets a little weird because then you go, wait, they shouldn't be doing that, but they have lists of people. And they're like, where is this guy living right now? Mm -hmm. And what does he need? And what is his problem? His problem is addiction. His problem is mental illness. His problem is unemployment. What can we do to help this person and provide him with the stuff he needs? And it worked. It worked, you know? right? And it's complicated and it's difficult and it Mm -hmm. takes a lot of determination and you have to fight against the people who are like, why are we helping people? They should be helping themselves, you know, which is a whole political party in this country at this point. Right.
1: And a myth. Like it's, well,
0: sure, but not to the people (laughs) who believe it, you know, right, right, right. I mean, some people, some people say Jesus is a myth, but you know, (laughs) uh, I think he was real. Um, and I'm not saying Israel just because he was well. Anyway, right. <laughs> um, happy Passover.
1: Um, yeah, and I I I don't have anything great to add. I know Abby, my my friend Abby had. Um, I know Abby. She went to Germany, and she said, "You just don't." see homeless people. And she talked to locals about it. Yeah,
0: I think not seeing a particular type of person in Germany is not something to okay. brag about, especially <laughs> since we've already been talking about concentration. Camps.
1: Right. Uh, but, but because there are so many resources yeah. that if there, if somebody, somebody has to actively trying to be homeless, to be homeless mm-hmm. at, at some point. Um, and that's, That sounds good. I think the problem is I've been thinking about this a lot.
0: That's the problem.
1: (laughs) That's the problem. I got to stop thinking about it. No. um, It's just people don't want to see homelessness. So their idea of fixing it is just. Move it away. Get getting it out of eyesight. And that isn't actually solving it. It just means you don't have to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, cause okay. So when I worked at the bank, I got all of the complaints for the whole district. They came right to me. Why weren't you at the luncheon? We had a luncheon. <laughs> you weren't there. What's going on? No, I mean from customers. Oh. And um, there was a guy who would call me like once a week to say that there was a homeless person sleeping close to one of our ATMs. And every time I would be like, oh, I'm so sorry about that click kind of, I mean, I, Uh, I did it more politely. I would like
0: you to go wake him up, please.
1: Well, that's, that's what I, um, on a personal level, I was like, it is heartbreaking that homelessness exists. I do not understand why you're mad at me about it. Um, but somehow that complaint got escalated to my boss and he immediately was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, sir." And he called the police on this homeless person, mm-hmm. and that like blew my mind. Um, and I get it; people want to feel safe around their money, or blah 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 blah. But
0: well, I mean, don't say that as if that's not a concern. No, you know? I sure. <laughs> but I, I mean, look, people are worried when they get money that somebody's going to take it from them.
1: But I, I'm not. I'm not expressing it. Correctly, this guy would be mad if he saw the homeless person from his car. Like mm-hmm. the homeless person wasn't directly threatening him, he just didn't like that he was there at all.
0: Hi, Amber. It's Peter again. Right. I have to tell you, I'm in my car, <laughs> and there is a homeless person outside <laughs> my car.
1: I, I, it just blew my mind, and it made me feel foolish that oh, I guess we are supposed to call the cops. Like, that didn't cross my mind.
0: (laughs) Well, and, and and you know, here's another part of that is, like, I don't know when this was, but it was a few years ago. And I feel like I would hope that we have learned since then to not get the police involved in anything like that. Right. There is no reason to, you know? Right, right. Unless it's a violent confrontation Mm -hmm. to call the police in a situation like that is asking for a problem.
1: A hundred percent. And I think that is part like 80%. of my anger with this whole situation is there were so many police involved. Mm-hmm. So to be saying you're doing this to help the homeless when there's like jacked up twice as many, more than twice as many police officers than unhoused people, like I don't believe you. (laughs) I don't believe that you're doing this out of the kindness of your heart. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's, it's, we need affordable housing on some level that would help. And um, I think we need to see, unhoused people as people. And I'm guilty of this. I, I'm i not saying that I'm over there um, kumbaya holding hands with them. I didn't go to any of the protests and I beat myself up about it, kind of like you, Sean, uh, with breakfast, where I was like, I want to be there, but I'm still freaked out about everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm not there. And
0: Right, like health-wise, who right. knows what's going on?
1: Oh, yeah and i mean it's
0: all very complicated
1: the cdc guidelines on encampments are to get them to separate housing unless they won't move and then do not move them it's actually unsafe and bad for the health of the community to get them all wandering the streets and You know what I'm like, uh, anyway, Mm -hmm. it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. It was the wrong move.
0: Yeah. And, 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 you know, I will say like, I don't know, well, I don't know very much about the whole situation at all. Certainly prior to this, the homeless, It's homeless, (laughs) <laughs> the unhoused situation in mm-hmm. the city was not good. Right. But it feels like it has gotten much worse yes. over the and I don't know if there's a connection. I, I don't know what the driving right. force is. But like I can remember years ago, not not years and years ago, but just a couple of years ago when I had my Brazilian supermodel roommate and she was like walking around in my neighborhood. And I was like, it, it's, it's, it is right. not safe to walk underneath right. the 101 because there is a huge mm-hmm. encampment there. And then there was a huge fire in that encampment and
1: there were a couple, maybe people it was were, like, arson. Or it was, and, yeah. There like, was two there was,
0: stabbings yeah. under that bridge. And it used to make me nervous because she was like, no, 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 it's fine. I'm like, no, it's actually not it's actually fine.
1: not fine. Yeah. Um,
0: and now that whole area and several other areas around there are villages, you know, right.
1: um, oh, it, I went and that's to, not,
0: that's not good for anybody, you right. know, people shouldn't be living there for their own sake, much less for the sake of the people who the, the rich homeowners or whoever is living in that neighborhood, you know, it's
1: not, it's not good for anyone. I, I, I went to South Africa the year I graduated college.
0: Here we go.
1: But it was it was sort of um, drilled into me that South Africa is uh, – Sorry, there's things happening behind me. Is um,
0: that the light?
1: <laughs> yeah, the light's back. Um, that South Africa is this dangerous place, and it is this dangerous place because of the disparity – In wealth, that there's very wealthy people who have houses and maids and gates around their house. And then there are people who live in townships. Mm -hmm. And townships are basically exactly what's at Echo Park Lake or was at Echo Park Lake. It's like shacks made of things they could find filled with um, very poor people. And when you have poverty, you have crime because people are desperate And I remember being like, wow, it's so crazy how different it is. And um, at the risk of sounding dramatic, it feels like LA at least, I can't speak for the rest of the country because I'm not there. We're getting there if we're not already there, you know, The, the disparity is striking.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting you say that about the rest of the country because I can't speak to the rest of the country either, but I can say that when I was on tour in 2017 and even a little before that, um, you know, because even then, this is the before times, pre-pandemic, it was noticeable to me and to everyone that the homelessness problem in LA was getting worse. And what I was struck by when I was touring the country was Every bit you want to, there was a problem. Mm. You know, Phoenix and Portland, and you know, like Portland, you wouldn't be like, oh right. yeah, a bunch of homeless people are gonna go live there because it just doesn't, it's not LA, it's not inviting right. in terms of climate, but it was a huge problem, you know.
1: And it feels like that is a symptom of a bigger societal problem. Again, I'm no genius. I'm no scholar, but um,
0: yeah, I think it, you're right about the scholar. <laughs> yeah.
1: But there, like, something's wrong. Yeah, because people aren't just choosing to be homeless. Right. If they're not just non- some people like,
0: are, but not everybody. You not, know. Right. And probably not the majority of people. Right. Um. There's a lot of. Yeah, I don't. I again. I'm. I'm. Yeah, we don't know, know what the what we're fuck talking I'm about. talking Just about. The yeah. whole
1: episode is we don't know what we're talking about. But
0: well, ninety five percent of the episode is that. A hundred percent. A hundred percent.
1: But yeah, I um, I'm. Uh, I'm addicted to reading the replies to every. You know you don't there. have to read every. I reply. know, I know, I know, but I. It's <laughs> it is so fun.
0: Oh, it feels so good to be on the other side of this equation. You
1: know. I know. You're <laughs> like just ignore it. Go meditate. Go watch
0: something else. You know.
1: <laughs> um. But yeah, so that was my week. I yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, and 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 you know, there's. Yeah, it's just overwhelming the amount of stuff that is bad.
1: Um, Well, it's, again, I don't think that I'm expressing it well enough, but when I was following the protests on Twitter, they closed off the whole neighborhood. So there was pictures of protesters and cops confronting each other. Like, so close to me like Mm -hmm. it it was it felt very personal
0: right like it was in your backyard Mm
1: -hmm. and Um, again the helicopters will make you feel insane
0: without is crazy
1: without being that is to me
0: so essentially la the helicopter thing you know because where i live up at the top of the hill there uh, not so much the last year, but I live right at the end of the Kawanga corridor, which is where all those dance clubs are. So every now everyone's going to find your place too. <laughs> right?
1: uh,
0: but every Friday and Saturday night, there were helicopters up there circling, circling, circling for hours and hours and hours. And it it does make you crazy at a certain mm-hmm. point. You're like, oh my God, here it comes again. You know? Um. So, well, I think we solved it. Much. I
1: don't yeah. know what we solved, but, um, mm-hmm. thanks for letting me talk about it. I'm, I apologize in advance if I was so wrong about everything. I'm, I'm just saying from my point of view. Right.
0: Um, well, that's a bummer. So I guess we'll <laughs> stop there. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I feel like we should, uh, I guess we should get to
1: target shots? shots right hell yeah
0: um i feel like i had something before and now i can't remember uh, there was something oh you i have a question i have a question for you did you okay. ever end up watching training day the movie we
1: did we did watch it
0: did you like we, it uh,
1: yeah yeah i mean i had seen it before oh you had um but probably when it came out and i was fairly young mm-hmm. <laughs> no offense <laughs> Um, I mean, we all were, I was,
0: I was pretty young back then too, you know,
1: (laughs) um, I'm still pretty
0: young. I I mean, I'm not like an ancient person,
1: the Pollyanna Rosie classes. I remember the first time I watched it being like, cops can be bad. (laughs) 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 So that's, that's funny. Cause like now watching it's like, Oh yeah, that's how Mm -hmm. they act. (laughs) Like it's very like, Oh, um, but, um, but yes, Jeff was making me laugh watching it because he was like, Ethan Hawk is just a bad cop. Like, I don't think <laughs> if I were Jim Washington, I wouldn't yeah. let him in my gang either. Like he's right. bad at this.
0: <laughs> Come on, Ethan Hawk. <laughs> yeah, now you smoke that shit, man. You smoke that shit. Um, but you yeah, that one scene is one of my favorite mm-hmm. scenes. Uh Fucking crazy. And that guy, the guy who wrote that has written a bunch of movies like that. And they're all so fucking grim about, they're all about LA. They're all totally. about cops and they're all about just bad, bad shit going down.
1: Totally. You know? I did with the the lens of 2021. It was a little like, Oh, that our hero Moral cop was white and the very bad cop was black. Like, and I know that's not what they were doing, but it felt, um, I don't know. It felt like maybe at the time it was easier to swallow uh, a cop being corrupt if he was also black. I don't know. I, I'm asking the question. I don't,
0: I don't, well what do i know but i don't think that's i don't think that has any bearing on it like right i think that for like an actor like denzel washington i feel like that's the kind of part you dream of playing right no
1: he you could tell he had a lot of fun with it
0: like I that's such the, an the awesome fact, part you know
1: more of the ethan hawk part like the fact that he's like i'm just this white cop who's perfect and moral like it felt in what we know now about cops and racism and racial tensions, it felt it would have been interesting to see another black cop be the the moral compass. Is all
0: right. Yeah. Well, when we do the remake,
1: people are um, dying for it.
0: We can do. I'm trying to think of who would be good in that part.
1: Michael B. Jordan.
0: Uh. The basketball player? (laughs) Um, I mean he's a little he's a little older now, but you know
1: as the rookie (laughs) cop.
0: Ever since I left the NBA, there's only one thing I (laughs) wanted to do.
1: Well, didn't Shaq do that? Didn't Jack, Jack, yeah, George, he's like a yeah. sheriff.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he insane. was like going on raids and stuff. You know,
1: Shaq is also in every single commercial. I'm like, are you okay? all uh, people uh, A lot uh, of money. Like, what I was that?
0: watching, I don't know what I was watching, but I was like, boy, he really has the the icy hot market locked down. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be comfortable with your pain in your shoulder, try icy hot. Like every and it's not he's not even on camera, it's just his voice, you know. Like he's so recognizable at this point. Um, well, that's good that you rewatched it because you know it is a good movie.
1: And it is very LA.
0: Yeah. That that's a thing. I mean, I I started to watch it just because you said you were gonna watch it. And then of course I I got sidetracked, which was really funny to me because I was watching it on Netflix Uh and like I think I started watching it like two weeks ago and I watched like the first, I don't know, 20 minutes or whatever. And I think yesterday I got an email from Netflix that was like, Hey, Sean, don't forget to watch the rest of training day. <laughs> like
1: Netflix. Get out of my face. I got enough to worry about. Like what? Who so is that-
0: sitting there? Who is over at Netflix sitting there and going, you know, this guy started to watch training. Like whose job is that? Who, what person?
1: Well, it's like, a- Algorithm, who, it's,
0: who? Not, it's not what I'll tell you that right it was now. Specifically addressed to me, <laughs>
1: no, I'm like, whose
0: office? Who goes right. into their office? And They're like, let me see who's watching what today. Conroy still John. hasn't finished training, but also, day. like,
1: maybe I didn't enjoy it. Maybe there's a reason I stopped. Don't um, forget
0: to stop. St- don't for yeah.
1: <laughs> so, the house that all the stuff goes down in, um, where his friend lives, Scott and then Glenn. They- and they later, yeah, come back and and uh-huh. take the under money under the floorboards and, and all and that and murder stuff. him. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. But that neighborhood. And they
0: shoot the other guy.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. And he does you, a bad job. You're coming
0: through the door. Yeah. yeah. And he doesn't hit him right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bad news. I'm like,
1: kill Ethan Hawk. Like, what are you doing? <laughs>
0: Which they almost did.
1: Right. You know. But like, really do it. <laughs> yeah. He, he brought you down. Um so it's that house is on a cul-de-sac and there's like sort of a little grassy patch
0: yes across the street Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: we filmed a liquid feet video on that grassy patch the night Rider one
0: training night (laughs) yes
1: but that's like a fun like oh i know that area
0: yeah well that's what i was going to say is i think when i had watched the movie in the past this is before Netflix got involved and keeps begging me to re to finish <laughs> watching it so thirsty. Yeah, come on, Netflix, take a break. Um, but I think when I watched before, it was before I lived in LA, and I would love to rewatch the whole thing because that is how I feel about watching stuff about LA now is like I recognize everything, uh-huh. you know, and you're um, like, that's a
1: nice neighborhood that the drug dealer lives in. <laughs> he's Maybe done well, not he's, not he's done well for
0: himself, you know, know. Yeah. he's done well um, for himself.
1: The ending does make me laugh and maybe it's accurate it feels a little over the top again spoiler alert to everyone but they're in downtown la and the russians come out and just like light him up <laughs> <The AK-40s. laughs>
0: that is totally accurate that's how the rush <laughs> i mean that's how the whole that's how the whole witch hunt started you know <laughs> that was so that's what Durham is investigating right now. He's investigating the, the hit by the Russians. No, that is always a funny thing in movies. I'm like, it's I feel just, like
1: somebody would notice that. Yeah,
0: it's just an action movie <laughs> trope. These insane yeah. things happen and people just get away with it. You know, like I do always get a kick out of that. And it's always, this is, spoiler alert for my pilot, which will never be made. I'm always amused by the fact that it's like the Russians, the, the Azerbaijanis, the, you know, so in, in this pilot that I wrote, there's a gang that comes out and confronts this guy right at the beginning of the, the show. And I, very purposely made it that one of them is black. One of them is Asian and one of them is white. Just because I feel like
1: it's always like, Oh, the, the Belgians are here.
0: (laughs) Yes. Well, we did a thing. uh, We never, it never got into a show, but we had a thing that we were trying to make work for a long time on Mr. Pickles, which was the Chirish. There was a gang called the Chirish and they were, they looked chinese but
1: they, but they, were they all irish. spoke
0: with irish accents
1: amazing so they
0: were like hey the top of the morning to you, my name's mitch of harley like, <laughs> oh, no. um but i do that is you know it's taken very seriously in action movies mm-hmm. but when you step back from it it's You're very like, funny that it's like always some it has to be some specific ethnicity usually if it's not russian it's eastern european of some sort mm-hmm um
1: and it also sort of hints at the fact that it's like all russians (laughs) like it's not it's not yeah it's not a gang a specific gang it's like russians Russians. yes
0: Uh, (laughs) yeah i mean like i said that's how that's how the witch hunt started i mean a lot of those guys in fact you don't you don't see that part of the movie but i think it's in one of the it might be in the director's cut or it just might be a scene on the DVD extras, but after they killed Denzel or not after they kill him, but they shoot Denzel and then it, the scene goes on and it's them going like, we are, here, not to, we are here. No, we are here <laughs> to talk about adoption. That is why we are here. We want to talk to you about adoption. Do you want to talk about adopt a baby? Um, they have a thing called adopt a baby. It's like a, <laughs> It's like right. a 800 number, you know.
1: It, it made the movie a little long, though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the studio executive is like, what happened to the part about the adopt-a-baby? I want that back in. I was
1: infested.
0: It's, it's too short now. It's only two hours and 11 minutes. What happened to the other two minutes about the adopt-a-baby thing? Because, you yeah. know, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about adopting a baby, and this, this could put me over the top. <laughs> And um,
1: I know this couldn't happen because they needed the movie to keep happening and there to be a plot but mm-hmm. every step of the way Jeff and I were like just go home like get a cab <laughs> like what are you doing
0: <laughs> Well you know it was it was before Uber so he <laughs> couldn't really he uh, couldn't do that Um okay so parting shots let's start today with amber
1: i have good that's news. three in
0: a row that i'm starting with you wow
1: wow wow wow
0: introduced you first went mm-hmm. to you first mm-hmm. oh no went to me first but went to you first out of everybody else <laughs> and now i'm going to you for parting wow. shots um
1: i have good news i have an appointment for my first vaccine shot
0: congratulations
1: it's april 15th it's the day that All adults are eligible in Los Angeles. I Mm -hmm. did it a little bit sneaky, but it's a day that I'm eligible. So I feel okay about that.
0: Are you going to be able to pay your taxes and get a shot the same day?
1: I don't want to blow your mind, but we already paid our taxes. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> yes, Queen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, oh well, that's good. So then you don't have to worry about that.
1: You Mm-mm. know, because you know both- it's
0: always it's like Shakespeare always says, "Beware the eyes of April."
1: <laughs> but yeah, Jeff and I both got an appointment on the same day and um, same place, mm-hmm. same time. We're gonna carpool the whole thing. <laughs> Right. um but yeah it's it's exciting because it didn't feel possible for so long like it just feels like hope
0: well it's crazy because it feels like it's snowballing at this point like mm-hmm. it starts to happen and then more and more of it is happening and now it's like mm-hmm. everybody it's happening for everybody and you know
1: but but to your point what you said earlier I think this is a very, we've been
0: here for two hours. What did I say earlier? Like this is
1: about kind of freaking out, even though you're vaccinated. Um, what a pussy. No, no. I, I think this is a very common Amber pattern. I think listeners might pick up on this where when something happens, I'm like, that's fine. And then a little bit later, I'm like, Oh, that wasn't so fine. Like it, I, it just takes me a while for it to hit. And, um,
0: I got it. 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 I don't got it.
1: Right. Right. Um, and not that I've been like, not that I've been all smiles and sunshine, the whole lockdown.
0: No, absolutely not.
1: But I've been okay. I've been kind of, um, dealing with my mental health in a, in a, A fairly healthy way and Mm -hmm. I feel like it's all hitting Hitting me now now that things could open up in a strange way where um a lot of my friends it feels like they're excited and ready to start making plans and I'm like the trauma is actually kicking in (laughs) so it's interesting
0: yeah I mean I I, that's kind of you know uh, not to bring up what I was saying before. Oh no, you just brought that up. <laughs> um, but I do think it is different for everybody and it's mm-hmm. going to be different for everybody for a long time. Like, and who can even say like, what that is or and- uh, yeah, that yeah. too. But I'm just saying like, I don't know why this bothered me so much today. You know, like I have no rational explanation for it, except that it's part of a whole bunch of stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? Um,
1: I mean, we, I think I say this every episode, but we are a traumatized population in ways that we don't even realize. And mm -hmm. it's going to be interesting seeing all of the manifestations of that personally. And it's going to be,
0: yeah. And it's going to be a lot of stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And we
1: can't fully even guess.
0: No, but, but I guess my main, what I'm, I don't know how to express this, but what I'm really, what I'm really saying is, can I put you down for a thousand dollars?
1: I would like to hear the pitch.
0: (laughs) The ghost of a goat and a barrette with a beret.
1: I'm listening.
0: They live in a cookie jar.
1: And their relationship.
0: Yeah. It's about their relationships. But it's only one relationship, but it's about their relationships. Um, okay, so parting shots, Amber.
1: No. Well, oh, that <laughs> I was did yours. It. Oh, yeah,
0: that was yours. It's hard to keep track when mm-hmm. there's so many. There's so many. Yeah. Um, so one thing I have noticed for myself as I've been living here, and, and it's something I've been aware of for a long time. We were talking about this the other day of like. Sometimes you just want to be able to complain about stuff and have the other person go, I hear you, I feel you, I'm sorry. That sucks. Like that is a
1: valid way to feel
0: that's all you need from the other person.
1: Most of the time, I would argue.
0: (laughs) And what I have realized my tendency is, and I know where I get it, although I won't get into where I get it from. Hmm. My tendency is to try to fix, solve the problem. Mm -hmm. Like I don't like this thing. Well, here's what you need to do. Mm -hmm. And so the other day somebody was telling me about how (laughs) this is such, this is such a weird, funny specific, but they were like, the water is too cold when I get up to get a drink of water in the middle of the night, the water comes out too cold and then I drink it and I'm up all night because the water's too cold. And I immediately knew a solution to that, which was you keep, you pour yourself a glass of water before you go to bed at night. You just keep that out. Mm. And then by the time you wake up, the water is room temperature. Right. So I said, I go, because I'm aware of this now, I go, you know what you should do? You should do whatever you think is going to help you in that situation.
1: <laughs> They're like, okay. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> right. a bizarre thing to say to me.
0: <laughs> so hopefully I'll get to the point where I won't, I won't even say the first part, but at least I knew to catch myself halfway uh, through and go.
1: But there is a place you like want. If, people, whatever you want. if people – do need a solution. Mm-hmm. It's not like don't ever.
0: No, but it's, it's, it's got a time and a place. And mm-hmm. sometimes you just want to be able to go. It is, it is too warm outside right now and have the other person go. It is too. Warm.
1: I hear you. Yeah. yeah.
0: Instead of like,
1: well, we're shorts. have a popsicle. Yeah.
0: And you need to go stand in the shade and wear one of those little umbrella hats, right? Like the headband with the umbrella above it that puts it right, right. on your head. And you might want to think about getting a portable air conditioner that you can walk right. around with and or an electric fan that will Right, because
1: then also the onus is sort of on that person. Like, I'm
0: not looking for you to solve yeah. the fucking yeah. problem.
1: I I'm on a group chat, not to brag, with a mm-hmm. bunch of girlfriends and... Me too. This summer, I think about it a lot. That, that's why I'm bringing this up. It reminds me. This summer, one of them was kind of made a complaint about their partner who they're living with. Because relationships are even trickier in a pandemic because there's no escape and there's no other human beings to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, and We all like, we're like, oh, this is probably why he's doing it. And this is how you could fix it. And this is,
0: and this is where he lives. No, I know where he lives. I live. And
1: she got pissed and she's like, fucking forget it. And I immediately, exactly what you're saying was like, your complaints were valid. Right. I'm so sorry. Like I, we were, it was coming from a, a good place, but I also mm-hmm. get her frustration right? because it, she also probably felt like we were taking his side.
0: Right. Right. And certainly you don't want to feel like that when you're complaining about something. Um, and I do. Yeah. It's funny. As you say that, I'm thinking about that and I'm like, yeah, it does feel sometimes like you're saying, or I, I'm going to use I statements.
1: Gorgeous. Love My, that. My Bond eye, hurts. Communication.
0: my, 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 my <laughs> eye bothers me sometimes and I scratch it. Um, no, it, it feels like you're saying you could have fixed this problem yourself, mm. but you felt like you had to unload it on me. So now I am telling you mm. what you should have done in the first place instead of complaining about or
1: it. Or also like you didn't see this part of their point of view, like you mm. were wrong to fight with him.
0: Uh, or you know right 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 but but i guess i'm just saying like it's it's it faulting the other up. person yes, yeah, yes, yeah yes yes and that's We're not the same what thing. you want.
1: <laughs> for some reason no no no
0: no no <laughs> no, no 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 75% <laughs> um so anyway that's a thing that i'm that i'm trying to work on so
1: damn between the walnuts and that like
0: what i would like you're to almost do is-
1: got a full picture <laughs>
0: What I would like to do is put you down for five hundred dollars. <laughs> I mean, oh, I no, keep dri- dropping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let you go. That's a callback to last. I year. Um, all right. Well, that's. I, I feel like that's kind of our yeah. show, right? Like that's it. We don't have. We did it. Um, it was long.
1: It was, I mean, it, it was a full show. We, we yeah. Oh,
0: we it was fucking endless. Jesus anyone. Christ. Shut up. Shut up. the fuck out of here. <laughs> Good Lord.
1: I got places to be.
0: I have, I have downstairs, upstairs. <laughs> I'm going to go watch upstairs, downstairs. I got Netflix up my ass about finishing training day.
1: Well, do mm-hmm. it so they could congratulate you or whatever.
0: Hey, Sean, we just got a new show you might like. <laughs>
1: Love that you think someone was hired to give you
0: recommendations. How do how are they able to hire that many people? Like it feels like there's millions of people that subscribe to that service, and yet they have people who are monitoring what each person is doing. Like I, I don't go. know, that seems crazy. <laughs> I'm like, <done> <laughs> imagine imagine those meetings where it's like, all right, guys, uh, you know why we're here. So who wants to? And then somebody What's raises Sean their Lawson? hand. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's like. Yeah, listen, Sean still has not. I hate to keep bringing this up. Sean still has not finished training day. (laughs) No, but some of them are like, Jesus Christ, here goes Bob about training day again. Doesn't he get it? He doesn't like the guy, doesn't like training day, doesn't want to finish it. (laughs) I hear there's a, I hear they're making a party for somebody in the other room after, you know, we're going to have cake in the, in the,
1: because they finished the princess diaries or whatever.
0: the princess Diaries. Uh all right folks well please rate and subscribe I feel like I say that all the time and it's such But a I point.
1: I think that's a good thing to say I have been moder- moderating monitoring Ma
0: monitoring
1: Um and we are getting We are getting additional reviews every week I wouldn't say hundreds of thousands but we are getting more every week and we really appreciate that and Keep well, coming, I don't know if you heard, but friends. I
0: did I did tell people, I mean, that we set a goal for ourselves of getting a
1: thousand, a thousand
0: reviews by 2012. Yeah, somebody so. reviewed
1: the number of 1000. Did you see that?
0: Yes. That's
1: funny.
0: In fact, that person not only did that, but then it didn't immediately go up. So that person sent me a message on either Facebook or Twitter or something of like, I wrote this review and, you know, and I was like, it's going to go up. Like, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But that was funny. Yeah. I guess I should word it differently. We want a thousand, a thousand reviews. Gotta go. (laughs) By 2012. (laughs) Uh, Okay. We'll see you next time on The Long Shot. Fairly well. Be
1: well.